Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. that by you participating in participating in the government you know you are participating in slavery dude for everyone else that's what you're doing and that's wrong that's wrong by you voting and supporting any politician and giving any sanction to the government at all is admitting that you believe in the legitimacy of authority which means that you believe in the legitimacy of slavery yeah. Okay. So that's one okay. of the bearded weirdos that was gonna kidnap the governor. Just, the, a, just a question for you there, uh, uh, sir. If uh, if I'm saying I don't, if I'm playing, I don't know softball, for instance, and the uh, the umpire says uh, strike three, and I uh, take my bet, I walk to the dugout, I submit to his authority. Is that uh, submitting? Is that participating in slavery? I mean, how uh, how how little authority do I have to submit to before I'm supporting slavery? So you say these people are anarchists? Yeah. They yeah. arrested how many? Uh, 13 guys, I think. Of, I, I've only seen, I believe, seven pictures, and they're precisely the way uh, I guess they would be. Uh, mostly heavyset bearded fellows from Michigan. Who are um, going to kidnap the governor, take her to Wisconsin, hold a trial. And perhaps execute her. Oof. After having, well, that's not clear. They hadn't gotten that far, as they are dip switches. Well, I have a, an assumption that they were going to find her guilty at their trial. And then what was the punishment going to be? Well, they probably were going to figure that out as they went. I'm sure in ingenious fashion. Uh, the gent you just heard was one Brandon Caserta, 
Does he seem to be the ringleader? Um, no. He's one of the ideological leaders, no doubt. I, I was read something, I don't have it in front of me, where they mentioned the guys who were kind of the leaders and some of the guys who were just doofuses. And um, a, a number... Uh, well, let me, let me deal with this first. This Brandon Caserta guy... He makes these internet videos explaining his uh, somewhat half-witted philosophy in front of an anarchist's flag. He's tattooed from nose to toes, uh, just one of those like super tatted up guys. And if that's your thing, that's fine. But he's pierced all over. He's got these giant gauges in his ears, so his ears hang down like you know with Dumbo with holes. Um, and he's he's a wackadoodle. He's got the wacky anarchist beard and the rest rest of it. Side note unrelated. I uh, uh, saw a guy the other day. I've known him for quite a while. Um, Very successful businessman. Like, top tier successful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I'd never seen him in anything but like, uh, you know, business casual or athleisure or whatever. He's uh, he's in a t-shirt and he was completely sleeved. I found it's quite quite shocking to me. Yeah, yeah, making the point that you just made that that you know that that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but you're yeah. just painting a picture. Yeah, a lot of people are are into that these days. Yeah, but uh, I would say the um, the 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 big old gauges and the neck tats and and neck the rest tats, of it. Yeah, this guy, this successful business, that he did not and have the neck anarchist tats. flag and all. That's that's kind of an extra measure of look at me, look at me, I'm different. That which, hasn't you know, gone mainstream yet. The neck tattoo, right? It, it, let me. I'm verifying. You know what? He's yes. got enough For of a yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah, got yeah. enough of a beard. I can't actually tell if he has a neck tattoo. I might have uh, slandered the man. Yeah, it's I possible apologize for that. Uh, ten years from now, most people's bosses will have a, a teardrop tattoo and uh, their necks completely. Their face will be tattooed. What's so look like Mike Tyson? Uh, these guys have been plotting and doing their little drills and the rest of it and c- uh, cooking up their cockamamie plans. I will tell you this: uh, Governor Whitmer of Michigan is an awful, awful governor. Terrible. They are at least partly right about you her way seem a little recruitable. <clears throat> way over her constitutional bounds, way in love with controlling people. Her policies throughout the COVID thing have been repugnant for any lover of liberty. Terrible. But what you do is you kidnap her out of office at the ballot box. As they say, the soap box, None. the letter box, the ballot box, before you reach for the ammo box. By participating in voting, I'm apparently endorsing <laughs> slavery, according There's to that. That, that guy. That's a good point, Sean. I never get the anarchist, and I've read a lot of anarchist stuff. And I, I still never quite get it. Who's that guy? I like uh, Michael Malice. I think he's really interesting books and YouTube videos and stuff like that. And I just I never can get that. But how would that work again? If we got no power structure, I and just, the it'd is... all be voluntary. And there would be no smart, powerful people who would assemble people and bribe them to be with them and would use force of arms to oppress you like in the first week. Anyway, oh, no, the people would rise up to oppose them. How would you organize those people into, say, I don't know, an army? (laughs) Come on. Anyway, uh, so these guys were the classic case of uh, drilling and talking and drinking beer and spouting their their grievances, some of which are legitimate. Um, And then it got farther and farther, and they decided that they were going to perpetrate this uh, nefarious scheme and, and kidnap the governor and try her for her various crimes. I'm guessing that when they're sitting around drinking beer and uh, doing their anarchist talk. The guy who came up with that idea, so there, there was a couple others, maybe, that thought, yeah, that is a good idea. But i got to believe most of them were like, nah, we're just talking, right? That's just, yes. in their mind, they were thinking, we're not actually going to do this. We're just drinking beer 
and shooting off our mouths. And I'm familiar with uh, these groups and groups like them. I mean, there's a, there's a, there were a couple of environmentalist wackadoodle groups that were huge in the very early 2000s and the 1990s. You remember they'd, they'd blow up apartment buildings and, and construction projects and stuff like that. I have a friend who was involved in that Earth sort of first thing. And, and such. And uh, those movements very similar in that there are a few ideological leaders who are intelligent. They're completely perverted by their ideology, and, and they kind of lose sight of common sense. And then you have a lot of people, young women often, who just want to be liked. They just want approval. They want to belong in in various uh, dudes who didn't have a dad and whatever. And they go along with it. And then you got the truly dumb who just are easily led. And and that's what forms a lot of these movements. But anyway, so you got a lot of it going on with this uh, outfit. And and I had this wonderful timeline, which I've misplaced because I'm an idiot, but they decided that for this big scheme of setting off explosions under overpasses to distract the cops, and then they'd swoop in on Governor Whitmer's uh, vacation home. Remember the one where her husband went to launch his boat, even though state law said he couldn't, but he he's connected and powerful, so he doesn't have to follow the rules. Anyway, uh, they were going to snap her up from her vacation home while the cops were distracted by the explosion, that's whisk a, her off to Wisconsin. That's a possibly workable plan. Why they would pass up uh, Indiana and Illinois for Wisconsin, I don't know. As a, a guy who grew up in Illinois, I find it somewhat offensive. But they would go to Wisconsin and hold their, their, their kangaroo court for Governor Whitmer and then do God knows what. But they decided they needed more manpower for this. So they started to reach out to other militia groups. And at least one of the groups um, had a guy. Uh, oh, I skipped a step. When they started talking about killing cops, mm. because that's one of this anarchist guy's big thing is he wants to kill cops. One of the the guys in that group, the uh, the the Super Friends Iron Man group or whatever Doesn't it is. Doesn't sound the, uh, very Trumpy, I have to throw in. Um, no, good Lord, no. The last thing it is is Republican. Any any effort to tie Trump or anybody uh, Republican to this group by Governor Whitmer is idiotic. But the uh, Iron Man uh, Justice League group, what are they called? The Avengers? No. The Wolverine the Spider-Man? X-Men? No, this group in Michigan. This actual oh, group. the Wolverine Watchmen. That's it. I knew there were a couple like superhero groups in there. But yeah. I don't know if they had that sound effect. So the one bearded geek reaches out to the FBI and says, hey, listen, some of my friends have been hanging out with her starting to talk about killing cops, and that ain't cool. I just want you to know. FBI says, thank you very much. They start monitoring. They got this guy in the inside. Meanwhile, these geniuses decide our, our bold plan to, to uh, capture the governor is going to need more manpower. So they start reaching out to other militia groups. These other militia groups listen to the plan and say, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for calling. We'll we'll call you right back after our next militia meeting, all right? Click. Hello, FBI. We just got a call from some guys. And other militia group members said, oh, you're out of your freaking minds, and called the FBI. So there are all sorts of informants in this. And then it's, So there was no chance of it coming to fruition at that point, surely. Oh, it depends what you mean by it. Something violent and horrible? Absolutely, there was a chance of that. You only need one person with a gun to do that. Right. The grand scheme of kidnapping the governor? Pretty unlikely. Mm. But they start talking about, uh, we need uh, need to set some explosions to to have a diversion. And uh, the FBI, uh, helpfully, as they often do, uh, said, oh, yeah, 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 we know a guy who can make bombs. Yeah, 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 we'll have him call you. 
And um, and then they were just completely inside this plot, and they eventually moved in and arrested him. That's got to be dicey, though, when you're uh, you're keeping an eye on, um, you know, an Al Qaeda cell or these guys or whatever, and hoping, assuming we we think we've got them all, that there's not like five others that we're not aware of mm-hmm. that got a different guy they bought a, bo- a bomb from that actually is a bomb. That's why it helps while, to have a guy on the inside while we're allowing this to you know continue to get more evidence. To prosecute them with? Yeah, yeah. You know, if there's one life-affirming message in this, it's that a lot of people who really hate government overreach, and I do too, um, there would be a little overlap with some of these guys. And I'm not I'm not happy saying that, but it's true, um, being of a libertarian bent. But within these groups, there are always one or two or three or like the majority of the guys who hear we got to kill cops or we got to kidnap the governor or whatever. And they think, no, 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 no. I'm going to oppose the government to my dying day, but I'm not doing that. And and they call the authorities. They're good people. They're good Americans. They understand that you can resist the government. You can fight government overreach without turning into a terrorist. And so I think we're, we're fine. Now, Governor Whitmer, who is a repugnant human being, and is the embodiment of, of government overreach and violation of your rights and the rest of it, um, is trying to say that Donald Trump led to this, which is just friggin' idiotic. But she's a friggin' idiot. It so. got played <laughs> on all the major uh, media. Yeah, there's a With shock. no pushback. And so. amplified. Right. Exactly. Because it fits their agenda. Mm. It's rather disgusting. Mm-hmm. So that's that. We've got why Thanksgiving turkeys will be smaller don't, this year. Don't stretch out your earlobes, kids. Just, oh. You can bounce back from a lot, but that's expensive surgery. Otherwise, you look like, I don't know. I think you missed my headline. Why, I'm sorry, what's that? <laughs> why Thanksgiving turkeys will be smaller this year. Uh, a lot of protests for Putin's birthday that include an attempt at self-immolation. Oh. That's a protest. That's a protest. Um, and a lot of other stuff. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Oh, I know what I wanted to do at some point. Actually, we can start it now. Okay. Start them rolling in on the text line. This is exciting. Marriage advice for Michelangelo, who's getting oh. married this weekend. Not wedding advice. The wedding is uh, whatever. No, it's not about the wedding. It's about the marriage. Marriage advice. Things you uh, you know do or don't do. Maybe, you know, maybe you've got some, hey, don't do this. Including, please, from the gals. Huh? The guys will weigh in with, yeah, just remember, you're never right. Yeah, well, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Are you on board with this, Michael? Uh, absolutely. I need all the help I can get. Marriage advice for Michelangelo. He's getting married this weekend. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm in the crowd full of angels and demons. I'm looking out for the After a week of online voting, a national park in Alaska yesterday crowned a bear named Black Bear 747, the winner of its annual Fat Bear Week. Though, if you ask me, any contest where you can eat whatever you want, then pass out for six months, everybody's a winner. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, man, amen to that. No, no. There's a guy who's dieting right now. You're dieting? I am. What is your diet of choice? Oh, responsible decisions, uh, very low carb, no drinking. 
that, that doesn't have a snazzy name. We yeah. need like a yeah, and it's got to have a the Antarctic diet, and it's got to have an. <laughs> I, I eat only crushed ice. It's I got, eat only seal blubber, and it's got to have an origin story. Right, the people who lived in Antarctica have always been thin because blah blah blah. They eat so much ice, the temperature of the water cools down your calories. Or that, Therefore, that freeing is, up your body to yes. burn more calories. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. That was some finely wrought BS right there. Well well played. <laughs> no, see, I don't want to be boring and obnoxious. I just wondered what your diet of choice was. I'm still doing the intermittent fasting. I'm down to, I'm about a five-hour window every day. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's I eat impressive. a five-hour window every day. And uh, it's it's relatively easy. I find it relatively easy to do. Less choices to make in my life. I don't so eat anything. So why are you trying to smuggle a fifty pound bag of cement under your shirt there? Is there or is that? Well, <laughs> I don't eat till one, so I just don't have to think about it. I saw an interview with Adam Sandler. Said he tried the intermittent intermittent fasting thing, but he had to stop because he just turned it into a contest and how much he could eat in his eating window. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's pretty much what I do, and it still works. That's one of the things I like about it. Once eating time hits, oh, it's on. Fruity pebbles, ice cream, whatever I want. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would be like if I actually ate healthy. Uh, why Thanksgiving turkeys will be smaller this year. Keep seeing this headline. I actually am kind of interested. Uh, fewer people at Thanksgiving tables because of corona, they think, is going to mean many households are looking to buy smaller turkeys. Oh, that's some analysis there. And because no one can just press a button and make smaller turkeys. I mean, you can't just decide <laughs> at the last minute. People don't want big turkeys. They're getting together in small groups. They're growing smaller turkeys in anticipation. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot more small turkeys around. Okay. There that makes sense go. to me. Cute little turkeys. I would have never, ever believed you if you told me we'd be in full pandemic mode come Thanksgiving. If you'd have told me that in March. Oh, no. Because I thought the summer it was going to be over. Summer will be more or less normal. I still think, yeah, the kids will probably get to go to the pool and stuff. No, no. not a chance. Got advice for Michael on his uh, getting married. So he's getting married this weekend. And uh, I haven't sorted through it. I'm just like reading you all of them. Married 21 years, wife here. When both people know they have the best end of the deal, both will work to keep it. That's very nice and probably true. I don't know how you get to the both both think they have the best end of the deal part if it doesn't exist. but uh, Can't have two best. Uh, marriage advice from a 32-year veteran. The marriage should be respected as a living thing. Never say anything that can harm the marriage. Well, that's that's actually good advice. Yeah, I like the living Just thing. Your relationship is a thing that must be nourished. I like that. It's not just about you and her or or him in the case of our gay friends. M- gay people can get married? Oh, yeah. I meant to uh, give you that story. I'll send you the link. <laughs> Uh, you're probably right, dear. Remember that phrase. I knew we'd get a lot of those. Joe predicted that. Um, you don't have to mean it, Michael, but you have to say it. John wrote us an email. Here's his marriage advice. Don't! Don't! <laughs> it's like a multiple divorced friend I know who says, you know why divorce is so expensive? It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, marriage advice for Michael. Every day, do something, no matter how small, that makes your wife say to herself, I sure am glad I'm married to Michael. There you go. That Every is awesome. Every day? <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, about I, twice a week. I'm going to hit you, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with, this, uh, with some of the best advice I ever got, Michael. We don't have time right now. Maybe okay. right after the break. Um, and uh, I, think, I think it'll be useful to you. Fantastic. And your All wife will be grateful to me. All that coming up. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. 
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. More marriage advice for Michael, who's getting married this weekend, our board operator. One word, yes. Just yes. Congratulations from Eric in San Diego. Happily married for 20 years. That's a lot of yes, he says. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It is. So, uh, was it Rob Barnett? What was the name of the guy who did Defending the Caveman? I was going to... I think that is his name. I was going to search it up, but then I thought I remembered. And I think that's Rob's name. Terrific guy, by the way. We got to know him a little bit back when that show was hot. We interviewed him several times, but uh, it was... It was a one-man show, kind of a comedy thing, uh, commenting on the differences between men and women and getting along and that sort of thing. Is It had a touch of the uh, men are from Venus thing and, and, and the rest of it. But there was one thing he said that really made an impression on me as I have uh, been married to the beautiful Judith for now, uh, don't tell me, 34 years. Um, and, uh, and we're also very, very good friends, Judy and I, which is a real blessing. But uh, I didn't 
understand something about women until I saw his show. And that's, and I'm going to choose my words carefully uh, out of respect for my wife and out of respect for the fact that she listens. Um, <laughs> there are times as a dude that a woman is telling you all about her day and all about her, her uh, shopping trip or whatever, just whatever she was doing. And you as a dude are sitting there, Michael, thinking this information is not the least bit useful to me. I don't care. It's not even important in your life. Why are you prattling on about it? Well, Rob's thing in defending the caveman, he goes into the whole men are off to hunt. We got to be quiet with each other. We point, we gesture, we're doing an activity together. There's no need to talk a lot. Um, and we're all on a team trying to achieve a single result, et cetera, et cetera. Women, meanwhile, for thousands and thousands and thousands of years were uh, taking care of the kids. They're taking care of the camp. They were going out, gathering the berries. They were keeping an eye on the environment, the rest of it. Very teamwork-oriented. Very uh, network-oriented. That's the way they kept themselves safe and kept the camp safe, and it was incredibly important while the dudes were off trying to bring an antelope down or whatever. And all that sharing is incredibly important to women, and it's necessary for their survival, just anthropologically. And what Rob said that stuck in my head to this day, he said, when your wife is going on about that stuff, she's telling you where her berries are. She's telling you everything she learned to keep the camp and everything safe and fed. And she's she's networking with you in the way that women are supposed to. Because, look, we'd like to think we've all got this big, giant frontal lobe and we're so smart. We're so evolved. But we're, what, a half to 90 percent animal. We still are. And if you understand that your wife is paying you an enormous compliment by telling you where her berries are, you can grit your teeth and get through it. <laughs> so that that is why she's telling you that stuff. And I thought, oh, okay, I get it. What's you I get it? Do you have the female equivalent to that of what they're gritting their teeth if they were following similar sort of advice? You know, maybe it's when you're going on and about on about your favorite sports team because you're looking at, you know, everybody knows sports is a metaphor for war or hunting or victory or the rest of it, which is is for the entirety of human existence, 90% of the guy, uh, guys in any tribe or civilization had to be ready to fight to the death. Uh, maybe they were in the front lines, maybe it was they're a farmer, but when the other village comes in, they got to be ready to fight to the death. And so guys are made to admire excellence, toughness, working together as a team, achieving victory, the rest of it. It's deep in your bones to be excited about that stuff in a way you can't even explain. So put up with it. It's in his DNA. Hmm. You know, when he gets into the like the freaking NFL draft coming up, it's okay to ro- roll your eyes. It's just too much. But anyway, there you go. But Michael, does that make any sense to yeah, you? Yeah, it does. That's good advice, Joe. Thank, Thank you. you for saying that to avoid an argument. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be good at being married. We got a lot of more texts, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get to some of those later. Um, Nancy Pelosi has said something we're going to hear, what, next segment? Is that right? And it's just Fruit Loops. Yeah, and I okay. took up more of the time than I'd intended. I'm sorry. Just blah, blah, blah with me. Um, that that whole uh, the, the Pennsylvania being key to Trump and the way the voting's likely to go and all, I hope we can at least touch on that because it's just huge. Quick note from our friends at CarShield here. The 
number one auto protection company in America. Over one million drivers have been helped by CarShield. The long and short of it is you don't have to be terrified of an expensive car repair. And they've got a wide range of protection plans that can save you thousands for covered repairs. It's easy to sign up for CarShield. It's easy to get out of CarShield. I think this is the way all services are going to have to be in the future, but CarShield's uh, the first to it. And people are just loving it. You know, it's just it's just so comfortable and easy, and you don't have to worry if your car makes a weird clunking sound anymore. By the way, you have the freedom to choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work, even with CarShield. They're not going to send you to some crappy cut-rate guy they have a deal with. You get to choose. And, again, you can drop it anytime you want if you don't like it. But you're going to like it. So this is what you do. You get coverage today and see why CarShield goes further. Call 800-CAR-6000. Mention the code Armstrong. Or you can just go to carshield.com and use the code Armstrong to save 10%. That's carshield.com, code Armstrong, and a deductible may apply. So look into it. Uh, here's save ten percent by using our code. That's that's we're big. Oh yeah, we're very important. Boy, no one else is just. <laughs> um. So uh, I got one more marriage advice. I got a wedding advice, which we didn't ask for, but I, I thought this was good. It's probably too late for this, Michael. I'm only mentioning this because it's still stuck in my craw. Wedding advice: Don't spend a lot of time on the playlist. My wife and I spent a lot of time on ours, and the DJ totally ignored it. Same thing happened with my wedding. I still am mad at that dude. Sons of bitches. I'll bet that's a joke among wedding DJs. Yeah, they gave me the playlist. <laughs> and then they play whatever the hell they want. It's that kind of crappy music I want at my wedding. Well, that's why you come over their turntable table and beat the hell out of them. They're counting on the fact that, like me, you got other things to do. Your friends, your family, and all this sort of stuff. You're not going to go get in confrontation with the wedding DJ. Why are you playing this crap? Jack, the only me- uh, the only thing required a good men for evil to triumph is their silence. You don't come over the turntables and teach him a lesson. You're permitting uh, evil to continue. Do, do you have a wedding DJ? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. do. The guy seems very nice, and I think we're going to like him. Yeah, mine did, too. I wanted to say, look at this crowd. Does it look like anybody here wants to hear this? No, they don't. Especially at this volume. You should have told me you had to throw some lemonade in his that face. That would have been perfect. You'd have been the perfect person. Oh, yeah. To I'd have been delighted. That. It'd be like a second wedding gift. You're already mad that you had to be at a wedding anyway. Exactly. And he's playing music I hate. (laughs) So you can turn your anger on him. Right. (laughs) Missed opportunity. Another uh, marriage advice, though. The whole uh, agree or disagree. The whole never go to bed angry thing is bunk. You're more able to communicate if you're not tired and crabby. Sometimes you just need to sleep it off. Right. Let's sleep on it. I've had both experiences mm-hmm. where, you know, you, you don't want to not deal with this. And I've also had the there's nothing positive that's going to happen here. Right. We're well, all tired. Ha- We've ha- been driving all day or whatever the situation is. That's a good one. Have the wisdom to understand, is this making it better or worse? And if the answer is worse, cut it out. There, well, and there's also the, the you know, you don't always know at the time, but there are some things that are going to be every bit as big the next morning. Um, but there are some things that the next morning you won't even remember why it was a problem. <laughs> right. Such is the human beast. <laughs> why, why was anybody even mad about this at all? Right. right. Um, my youngest son has got the best uh, grasp of these sorts of things, but he's the best at like, look, we've been like, he'll, he'll interject as an eight-year-old. He's been doing this since he was like four. Look, we've been driving all day long. We've been stuck in this car. We haven't eaten. That's why we're all acting this way. Wow. How old are you? He's like Yoda. (laughs) Is he baby Yoda? (laughs) What's Laura call him? The um, uh, uh, Yogi. 
No, something like that. What is another That's one? That's a good one. That. But uh, yeah, he's just got those kind of. He's got that vibe. It's really weird. Wow. Uh, I found his gecky uh, gecko oh, named Gecky. Thank goodness. I found it in that room. I'm starting to get a little worried. We're going to find a shriveled up dead gecko, Grr. and that is not going to be good. But I found him hiding behind a bookcase. So alive and well. Alive and well. Excellent. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, so we got a couple of things we got to get to. Nancy Pelosi's continuing her stunt. Where she's kind of acting like they're looking into removing the president through the 25th Amendment? I may have an explanation. Okay, I want to hear this because I I haven't yet and I don't get what she's up to. Armstrong and Getty. He is under medication. Any of us who is under medication of that seriousness has a, has, is in an altered state. He has bragged about the medication that he has taken. And again, uh, um, there are articles by medical professionals saying this could, as I said earlier, could have an impact on judgment. So to be clear, because a lot of folks are wondering, the Speaker of the House does not think at this point that the President of the United States should transfer power. No, I, I do think the President should. Uh, th- that, that is what President Reagan did. That is what President Bush did. H.W. George Herbert Walker Bush, that was President George W. Bush did. But uh, So this is a, a, a path on how that can happen further if the president is incapacitated or cannot make a judgment about his own uh, transfer of power. It could be, it but, could be but you unconscious don't, you don't think or whatever. President Trump needs to transfer... You don't think he needs to transfer power right now just because he's that's not my he's judgment. Positive for this coronavirus. Is, that's not my judgment. It's not my judgment. It's a, that's why we're establishing this specifically to have a bipartisan commission to make that kind of judgment. God, we're into what st- just the that was hell? quite something. Just never ending stunts. <sighs> never ending stunts is where we are now. My opponent needs to take a drug test. Oh, we're going to replace you because you're on medication. Just we just that's the world we live in now. Never ending stunts. Uh, has anybody even suggested that like antiviral medications render you unfit for office ever? What are you talking about? You crazy old bag. Now, since so, we are in the era of stunts, I don't know why Trump wouldn't turn this around. So I had to happily take a drug test so you can see every drug that I'm on. And discuss with doctors. I think Joe Biden should also. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it this afternoon. Yeah, we can do it this afternoon. We'll all pee in a cup, and we'll go over the drugs we're on. That's Bill, what I would do if I was Trump. Bill in Nevada writes, guys, this isn't a stunt to remove Trump. It's to remove Biden if he wins. Listen to her words, how the amendment is written, setting the stage to appear impartial and fair, all for the optics for when it's time to remove Biden, have Harris step right in. Uh, that may be true. Now, I actually suffered a fatal heart attack and had to be brought back around when Positive Sean pointed out that CNN actually pushed back on some of this. It was too ridiculous for even them. Uh, you may be surprised. Given what the president's health is right now, Jim and Poppy. And Lauren, before you go briefly, just so to be really clear, they're doing this, which is not going to go anywhere, but but not holding a press conference on a stimulus deal and not 
you know, getting something done for the millions of American people who are waiting on lawmakers to stop fighting over this. Wow. Well, that's exactly right, Poppy. I mean, look, there are big disagreements between the White House and House Democrats when it comes to a stimulus deal. And there's been a lot of confusion about what the president even wants, whether he even wants to be at the negotiating table when it comes to a stimulus deal. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has been cleared. She wants a comprehensive bill. She doesn't want piecemeal legislation where the president gets to send out $1,200 checks to individuals ahead of the election. What she wants to do is sit down and come to some kind of an agreement that is more comprehensive. But right now, the president all week has been back and forth about what he actually wants to see. So no announcement on the stimulus bill today. Instead, they're going to be focusing on this commission. Yeah. Well, they don't know what it's like to not be able to pay their rent or feed their families. Lauren Fox, thanks. Good we'll be back. God, that was CNN? Oh, I'm having another heart attack. Burr! <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Uh, also, uh, I'd like to remind that cute little reporterette that Steve Mnuchin has been in a room now for weeks, making it precisely clear what the administration wants. Nobody has the slightest fuzziness in the least about what the administration wants. Nice try, you know, try to save it after Poppy Harlow for the love of Poppy. What? Her name is Poppy. I yes. believe that's the anchor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know her. You're skyrocketing She's up my, the my ranks. Polls. All of some of them. All of oh, her name is Poppy. That's Poppy. Yeah. Um, P O P P Y. Yes. Okay. At any rate, back to the threat of the thing. <laughs> the fact that Poppy pushed back and said, "What well, is." Plainly true and gives me hope for her soul. And the reporter ad had, oh, no, this is against the prime directive. When the president's been back and forth and nobody really knows what he wants. Well, okay. All right. Nice try. You little. I almost went. I'm glad I didn't say what I had in my mind. So it would seem that reporter was there uh, or or watching Nancy Pelosi do this thing and, and, and thought, what the hell is this? Well, Poppy was thinking that. <laughs> yeah. The anchor was yeah. thinking. Why are you doing this instead of negotiating something? And in case you're not hip to this, the comprehensive deal that Nancy's pushing for is billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars to state governments, which are now broke because they're run so friggin badly. And she wants Illinois and uh, New York and California bailed out because of their profligate spending before anybody'd ever heard of the Chinese bat fever. Um, maybe you're for that. You get to be. We have a republic. We all vote. That's fine. I think it's a terrible policy. I'm just pointing out that is what is being discussed, which you can't even get from the news. <laughs> oh, man, you can't even get what they're disagreeing on, stated honestly, from our vaunted uh, uh, American media. To what uh, they are working on, though, I still I thought I kind of understood what Nancy is up to. Now I'm completely flummoxed. I don't I don't know what she's talking. She about. She wants Americans hurting and blaming Trump as they vote. But, no, but what's this 25th Amendment drug test? Drugs you're on, it's hand over power. What is she talking well, about? Bill in Nevada, for instance, thinks they're laying the groundwork for when Biden needs to go, it will go smoothly. It won't look like a coup. There why won't would you be do bitter now? disagreement. I mean, why would you do that now if it's about Biden? Uh, because you can get it through under the guise of this is about Trump. Right, exactly. Oh. Her side will not freak. Is there, is there some theories like that bouncing around? That in, was uh, the first thought that I had when okay. I saw it. But, uh, but no, in terms it's, of the, it's bouncing around it, here. We're the opinion leaders. No, I just wondered if other people thought that. They will in about 15 minutes. <laughs> as soon as they listen to the podcast. Um, 
Because that's pretty interesting. Yeah, because if you do this after Biden's elected, it's oh my god. The, this is a coup. The house, yeah. Well, and the house the squad is, with a coup. The house doesn't think Biden's got its act together. Right. Oh, that, well, even, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. Right. Even to convene this commission to have that speech while Biden is off in office, everybody would go crazy. Oh my God, Nancy thinks she he's lost it already. So, so you get it going now. This is really interesting. So remember, we had a bunch of reporters, including uh, Mark, what's his name, tell us that uh, you know the behind the scenes, the, the 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 smart, powerful people in the Democratic Party, Obama, Nancy. Schumer, they all knew we lose if Bernie or Elizabeth is the nominee. Right, so they kneecapped him. We got to get Biden in, but they think he's not together. They know he's not. He can win, but man, he's just, whew, that's going to be a long, there's no way he lasts four years. So, they're, so they've done Watch this me. now. Right. Wow, that's wild. And to their thinking, I would be, and I'm not trying to be partisan or dramatic here, I would be five times as shocked to find out Biden is not being treated for the early stages of dementia than finding out for sure that he is. He is a very old fella who has faded a lot. It's obvious if you followed his career. And and I don't delight in that. It's a tragedy and it's a scary thing we're all dealing with either directly or with people we love. All right. You could make the argument if you're a Democrat that this is the responsible thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trump's a crazy menace. Biden is out of his mind. Let's pass this legislation so we can have what she called a very seamless, easy, quick, you know, transition bipartisan. of power. Bipartisan transition of power. Right. Yeah, you call it bipartisan. Obviously, it's a transition to the Veep, who's a Democrat. Well, but that's really it interesting. It has the dressings of a bipartisan and, and predetermined process. Well, this reaches the level of Ackman's razor to me. This is the most likely explanation. Mm-hmm. This makes more sense than than it's some sort of weird... You know, political gambit against Trump or something. Right, right. Armstrong and Getty for Ackman's Razor. Once a month, you'll be delivered some sharp <laughs> blades at less than you'd pay the other guys. This beautiful handle is knurled from wall from walrus. Tusk. Three blades that lift and separate. Ackman's Razor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go to cleanshave.com now. Cleanshave.com. Why did Razor become like the thing for like a phrase? Because there's also like Hanlon's, Hanlon's Razor. Like what? what is? It's a word. It means like saying we it's need an old a different word. word though. Oh, we don't. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.